John Biden. <laughs> Johnny B, our fearless leader. I don't know if you guys know this, but Johnny B. Biden, he has been extremely busy this week bribing for votes. I mean, on the campaign trail. Yesterday morning, I received an excited text from my wife. Now, this is very, very unusual. She's not usually a morning person. I wake up in the morning in a great mood, singing songs of joy in the shower. Today, I didn't even have to use my AK. I'd have to say it was a good day. My wife, on the other hand, she experiences temporary bitterness in the morning, but that was not the case yesterday morning. I received this text filled with excitement. My student loans are paid off. Woohoo! Yes, yes, yes. Um, what? How in the hell did that happen? I know I didn't pay it off. Checked our bank accounts. I didn't notice $14,000 missing. So I know we didn't pay off our student loans. I asked her, how is that possible? She replied, it's a gift from John Biden. He forgave my student loans, but don't worry. I'm still not voting for him. <laughs> Gift. <laughs> Gift. In my 39 years living in this country, I have never received a gift from the federal government. Every April, I receive a massive tax bill. Every October, I receive a property tax bill. Not one single time have I ever received a gift. Now, this is pure speculation on my part, but I think John Biden is forgiving student loan debt, hoping it will convince people to vote for him in November. God knows he can't run on the economy. He can't campaign on the southern border. He can't campaign on crime or our involvement in foreign wars. Hell, the only play John Biden has at this point is giving away free money. Now, of course, the money's not free. It's coming out of the bank accounts that belong to you and me. Once he completed the task of giving away money that doesn't belong to him, John Biden, he decided to visit one of his pretend friends in the mainstream media. Now, this departure from his Delaware dungeon, it is extremely rare. Normally, Johnny B spends the majority of his time playing Dungeons and Dragons with his imaginary friends in his Delaware dungeon. He decided to switch things up a bit this week. He wanted to dedicate some of his time to speak to the young people. I need to touch these youngins with my non-existent charisma. I need to convince them to vote for Jolly John Biden. Now, keep in mind, it was just three weeks ago that John Biden passed on the opportunity to speak to the entire country at one time. Every year before the Super Bowl, the network hosting the Super Bowl conducts an interview with the current president. It's one of the only opportunities of the year for the president to speak to the entire country. When you're in the middle of a campaign, the Super Bowl interview can be advantageous. This year, John Biden decided that he was going to skip the interview. Why? Was it because Fox was broadcasting the Super Bowl and Johnny B didn't want to get stumped by gotcha questions? Jolly John, what can be done about the southern border? Damn it, another gotcha question! Now, CBS carried the Super Bowl this year, so if Johnny had agreed to the interview, it would have been nothing but softball questions like, what is your favorite ice cream? Truth is, John Biden, he was too busy to be interviewed by CBS. In an effort to reach younger voters, he decided to upload these weird videos on TikTok. 
Monday night, John Biden, he continued on his quest to reach young people. He looked through his phone book looking for one of his pretend friends in the mainstream media who has a platform that reaches a younger demographic. More importantly, he needed a pretend friend that he could rely on to not ask him real questions. As he opened the phone book, he realized that reading the small print in the phone book was just as difficult as reading a teleprompter, so he asked his wife, pretend Dr. Jill Biden, for some assistance. In her infinite wisdom, the pretend doctor suggested that Johnny B. Biden make an appearance on Late Night with Seth Meyers. Sean Squires? Really? That's the best you could come up with? Sean Squires? The lead accountant at Myers and Squires? This guy is a bona fide doofus. Who in the hell's running this campaign? I understand wanting to book an interview on late night television. I get it. The trio of huge embarrassing failures that host these shows on broadcast television, they have all been diagnosed with stage 4 OMB. Orange Man Bad! The genre of late night, it's a safe space for John Biden. Doesn't have to worry about being tripped up. They can script the interview and he'll be given the opportunity to look competent. So I understand the logic here, but Sean Squires? Really? Was Steph Colbert booked? Did he have the Dancing Queens booked on Monday night led by the lead queen, Jackie Mahomes? What about Jim Kimmel? Was Kim too busy to speak with our fearless leader? If you were persistent on being on NBC, couldn't you call up Jim Fallon? He could have invited Johnny B to camp wanna fuck or whatever the hell it's called and they could have produced a skit that made John Biden funny and relatable. Instead, you waste your time by giving this interview to Sean Squires? Doesn't make sense to me, but what the hell do I know? I'm not married to a pretend doctor. Normally, when a president appears on late-night television, they have an opportunity to create legendary moments and boost ratings for the show. Remember when Bill Clinton appeared on Arsenio Hall back in 1992 and he played the saxophone? A lot of people believed that one appearance on Arsenio won Bill Clinton the election. 2016, Donald Trump appeared on The Tonight Show when Jim Fallon was known as Jimmy Fallon. He allowed Jimmy Fallon to play with his hair, proving that unlike Joey Reid, Donald Trump doesn't wear a wig. If you're Sean Squires, this is a big opportunity for you and your show. For starters, it lets people know that you actually have a late night show. When people think of late night TV hosts, they think of the two gems, they think of Steph Colbert. People my age, we grew up with Jon Stewart and The Daily Show. Who can forget about Greg Gutfeld, the real king in late night television? Sean Squires isn't even an afterthought. He's never thought about. So even though John Biden is loathed by 70, 75% of the country, booking him on your late night dump is still free promotion. I'm sure Sean was also hoping Johnny B. Biden would boost his ratings. Right now, Sean is at serious risk of having his woke welfare expire at NBC. Ratings are down 10% compared to last year. During the final months of 2023, Sean Squires, he was averaging 967,000 viewers with 239,000 in the key 25 to 54 demo. Monday night, his big interview with John Biden. Sean and John, 
852,000 viewers, 181,000 in the key 25 to 54 demo. When compared to last year, that is a 32% decline in the ratings. A 32% decline with the fucking president on your show. <laughs> honestly, honestly, this should not be all that surprising. If you have been watching John Biden the last three years, you already know that he is used to crashing things. Remember when Johnny was trying to teach the kids how to properly ride a bicycle? What ended up happening? He crashed. Take a look at the economy. Contrary to the belief of Colin Cowherd, who has made it his personal mission to post one positive tweet every day about the Biden economy, contrary to the belief of Colleen, the economy sucks. It's another aspect that has been crashed by John Biden. Now, of course, his greatest achievement in destruction is the crashing of the southern border. What about August? I think it was August. August 2021, when he crashed our military's departure from Afghanistan. This dude is a professional crasher. If he loses the election in November, maybe Elon Musk will give him a job at Tesla. He can hire Johnny B to safely crash the cars to make sure the air pags are properly deploying. Yesterday morning, I made a sacrifice for all of you guys. I didn't want you to waste your time, so I watched Sean Squires interview John Biden. I pulled a couple of the... I guess you could call it the most entertaining portions of the interview. And I use the term entertaining loosely here because there was absolutely nothing entertaining about this interview. John Biden, he could put a tweaker to sleep. I know Sean Squires is an accountant during the day, but at night, he is supposed to be hosting a late night comedy show. His job is to make the president appear comedic. His job is to make this interview entertaining, make it watchable. You watch for yourself. You tell me if there is anything remotely funny about this interview. Roll the clip. What do you see in a world where democracy is actually at risk in a way it might be in this election? The first thing they do, dictators do, is they disregard whatever the rule of law is. You have the guys, the thousands of people who stormed the Capitol, stormed the Capitol. They're insurrectionists. And what did he say? They got convicted and or they pled guilty. And he said, they're patriots? God, patriots? And look, it just... I don't want to get started. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. This isn't a gotcha show, but I do want to ask about it. That says you are currently 81 years old. Who the hell told you that? Yeah. That's classified. That's classified. All jokes aside, according to recent polling, this is a real concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the 2024 election? Well, a couple things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> number one. You know, <laughs> I thought it was ironic that John Biden recited a scripted joke about the Trumper for getting his wife's name. If I remember correctly, there have been a couple of instances where John Biden refers to Dr. Jill as his husband. 
he literally forgets he has a wife. Their strategy is abundantly clear at this point. Johnny B and the mainstream media, they are going to focus on two things during this campaign. They are going to paint Donald Trump as a dictator. They're going to compare him to Adolf. They're going to compare him to Vlad Puder. Well, KC, what about Xi Jinping? Um, no, no. They wouldn't dare do that. There's no dictatorship in China. Why do you think they call it the People's Republic of China? They are going to paint Trump as a dictator and they're going to frame this election. They're going to frame a Trump presidency as the end of American democracy. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but the media, the Biden administration, they are desperate. I think the Democrats and the mainstream media know they have made a mistake here. John Biden cannot win this election simply by running a campaign. He doesn't have any success to run on. He's not charismatic enough to overcome all of his failures. Hell, the only thing John Biden has won in the last three years is the inaugural Huge Embarrassing Failure Awards. They're only play is to portray Donald Trump as a dictator who is a threat to your freedom. But here's the problem. Every day, people are reminded of the Biden economy. Back in 2020, the country was just ready to return to normal. John Biden was presented as a one-term president who would use his four years in office to bring things back to normal, and then he was going to step aside. But that's just not how it's working out. I don't think they anticipated him running for a second term. That was not the plan. 2024, people are still wanting to return to normal. When I say normal, I'm talking about the economy before the COVID, when you could actually afford to live. It has already been proven that John Biden can't make that happen. Their only play is to portray Donald Trump as a threat to your freedom, as a dictator, and as a threat to democracy. Will it work? You tell me. Also, let me know what you think of John Biden crashing ratings on Late Night with Seth Meyers. I mean, that's got to be embarrassing, right? President of the country tanks your ratings on your show? <laughs> Give me your thoughts. Sound off in the comments below. Like, subscribe, share the video. I appreciate your support. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.